and the and the the mainstream press um, is basically a flock of sheep that are each bleeding the exact same tune, and all they want to do is deny any conversation about the possibility of, of uh, fraud in elections, that any conversation about that is met with nothing more than threats to liberty. Yeah, I mean, they spent three years telling us that the 2016 election was rigged, and they short-circuited the entire U.S. government because of Russia, that was a lie, and no one was ever punished. Now, if you pipe up and say, I'm worried about the 2020 election, you go to jail. It's, it's, it's beyond. Brian, I appreciate your coming on tonight, and I hope you'll come back and tell us what happens in this shocking violation of human rights. Thank you. This is uh, incredibly shocking. Welcome back to the war room. It's 4 November in the year of the Lord 2022. We're in the, the run-up, uh, to, as we've talked about, the most important midterm since 1862. Two patriots, Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelbrecht, and they've been at this for a long time, this whole thing of voter integrity. Catherine started as one of the Tea Party leaders. I think the King Party, the King Street Tea Party down in Houston, Texas. I think I spoke at one of her very first events in 2009. It was before the 2010 uh, Tea Party revolt that, you know, we won 63 seats that year. Catherine's been at this for over a decade. And as good a person uh, and tough a person as you can uh, as you can find it, Greg is just a, another rock star. Um, they're in prison right now. Catherine Engelberg is in prison. I think this is day six or seven on a, on a story of which they actually have worked on and, and broke about the, uh, the uh, information and data of poll workers and poll watchers that have been taken by the Chinese Communist Party. They laid this out at a, uh, at a meeting in Arizona a couple of months ago. The New York Times uh, then did a story about, I think, three weeks ago, of which they mocked and ridiculed them as conspiracy theorists and a collection of wing nuts. But they were in back of they were the the people that really were in back of uh, 2000 mules. Dinesh was the filmmaker, but they really did all the analysis and all the assessment. And the New York Times just eviscerated them. And then the next day, uh, the the uh, the Chinese individual associated with the company was arrested by I think the LA an LA prosecutor in LA. Why? For exactly what they said, taking this information and putting it on servers in China uh, that the CCP essentially could can control. And as you know, we're the biggest anti CCP show and platform in the world. That's one of the reasons we have such a massive audience of Lao Beijing of the Chinese people. And I give interviews every week on these Chinese TV networks that are from the expatriates, expats in China that, be, that blow back into mainland China. Uh, Catherine Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips called this. Catherine Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips were working with the FBI. They were working with the field officers of the FBI because this was, a, as they said, this was a national security problem. A national, Not just about the vote itself, but the sharing of information about actual American citizens with the CCP. Brian Glicklick. Uh, did a great job on Tucker last night. If we got that, we may play the entire thing. Brian, thank you for joining us. You're the spokesman for True the Vote. Just make sure our audience understands. I mean, I've seen, look, not that, you know, they're always trying to throw me in prison one way or the other. Uh, they're always trying to throw President Trump into prison. And, you know, and, and, and uh, James O'Keefe and everybody, you know, everybody's in this movement they're out to get. But on this one, brother, I got to tell you, this is so blatant. This is so in your face. That they've taken Catherine Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips of stepping up and working with the appropriate authorities to defend their country and defend their countrymen of every political party, not just MAGA, not just Republicans. They are rotting right now in a Texas prison. Can you walk us through exactly what happened and what, how this outrage is continuing? 
Absolutely, and and thanks. Um, what's most shocking about this is that they are imprisoned in a civil proceeding. It's not even a criminal proceeding. To to set the table for this, in January of 2021, almost two years ago, Catherine and Greg became aware of this information about an election technology company called Conic. They were shown in a hotel room. Actually, I should say Greg was shown in a hotel room um, information that was from Conic that was being stored in China. Now, this was against the agreements that Conic had all over the United States with, with different voting entities, which called for conic data to be stored solely in the United States. So this was obviously a threat to national security, and it was a threat to the security of all the people, uh, over a million people whose data was out there, because it included things like social security numbers, bank accounts, home addresses, and so on. So they brought this to the FBI, and the FBI spent months stringing them along. They also started bringing it to other law enforcement authorities. Subsequently, this summer, they had the event that you referred to in Arizona, where they discussed this in public for the first time. And as a result of that, Conic, the company behind all of this, sued them for defamation in a Texas court. And when they sued them, they sought a restraining order, ex parte, meaning that Catherine and Greg were not aware of the proceeding or allowed to present their information. And the judge blindly issued word for word the restraining order that Connick's attorneys requested. Subsequent to that, part of the restraining order calls for Greg and Catherine to identify anyone who had accessed the protected data. Now, Catherine and Greg never saw the data being accessed. They saw a presentation about the data, but it was not being accessed and they don't know who did it. And they refused to identify the people who showed them the, this information. And when they refused to do it to the court, the judge threw them in jail for an indefinite period of time until they, until they came forth um, with the identity of these individuals. Now, the last point I'd make about this is that uh, Catherine and Greg have appealed this federal judge's decision to the Fifth Circuit Court, which is in New Orleans. Um, the Fifth Circuit Court, uh, in under 24 hours, issued an order to Connick's attorney to show cause by 5 p.m. today why they should continue to be imprisoned. And so there's at least a possibility that this nightmare is going to end soon for them. But we'll have to see when it comes to the courts. We have no idea. Brian, hang on a second. Has anybody, to your research, because has anybody in the history of this nation ever been imprisoned in a defamation suit? Is in a I, civil I, suit I or defamation? Of, I have, I have, I'm unaware of anyone ever being imprisoned in a defamation suit. Um, it, the, the court papers in the Fifth Circuit um, charge this as being uh, an abuse of the judge's discretion. Uh, and if you look at the transcript notes from the hearings he held, it's not hard to see why that claim is made. Um, he he denied Catherine and Greg multiple opportunities um, to to offer testimony as to why their actions are not um, uh, bound by the restraining order. He didn't. He he made judgments from the bench in open court that many people would say 
uh, indicated that he had predetermined his feelings about this. He said to Catherine and Greg's attorney in open court that he thought that attorney was being played by Catherine and Greg. It's shocking, and I've never seen anything quite like it. I want to go to the bigger issue. By the way, we got to, and we're going to figure out how to to support you guys to get Catherine and Greg out of prison because this is this is outrageous, and it's clearly being sent as a message before election day that if you get out of line, you're going to go to prison too. Okay, uh, but I want to go back to the bigger issue. Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelbrecht, and first off, their work on 2,000 Mules was absolutely brilliant. There's no doubt about it. And in fact, all these groups that come together to watch the boxes, you notice that people on notice that, hey, if you're going to do ballot harvesting, you're going to have a set of eyeballs on you now. And I think that's really going to stop a lot of the ballot harvesting. Why? Because of the work of Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelbrecht. In this situation here with Connick, they understood immediately because they're very sophisticated people that this was a massive national security issue directly related to the existential threat that is the Chinese Communist Party. Remember, the establishment always wants to do the misdirection play on Russia. And I don't, you know, the Russians, the KGB guys and FSB guys that run that are as bad as anybody in the world. But they've got an economy the size of New York State, demographic death spiral. They are not an existential threat to this country. The Chinese Communist Party is an existential threat to the Chinese people, to Lao Beijing, and to this nation and her citizens. Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelbrecht knew that. They went to the appropriate authorities. You said something very disturbing there. You said they were played along or tapped along by the FBI field offices. Give us, because this is actually the bigger issue. Once we get them out of prison for this ridiculous imprisonment on a defamation charge, we then have to deal with the thing itself. And that is why the Garland and Ray and the Biden uh, uh, regime did not take this seriously and played these people along for over a year when they were presented this information. How did that happen? And how did this, because that is grounds for impeachment of Ray and uh, Garland, at least. And this is going to come up. This thing's not going to go away. Tell us exactly what you mean that they were played by the FBI. When when Catherine and Greg um, were shown this information, they brought it to the FBI field office uh, that serves the area where Connick is headquartered, which is in Michigan. And they initiated a communication process. They arranged to have all of the data, which is 350 terabytes of data, turned over to the FBI. Um, they started a months-long communication with them about how the data was sourced, what it showed, um, the open source tools that were used to locate it in China, how the domain names that Connick was using uh, to service these elections around the country were actually leading to servers that were in China, and anyone who took the time to look could see it. The FBI, um, for months, played them along with communications, mostly by text message, many of which Catherine has already filed with the court to demonstrate that they actually happened. Uh, at one point after months of this, she was told that the matter had been handed off to the FBI in Washington, whereupon they cut off all communication and were never heard from again. Um, it, the, at, at one point in that process, right before the communication ended, she received indications that the FBI was starting to look at this, not from the standpoint of be the national security threat and the data itself, but as a uh, cyber theft investigation targeting yeah. True the Vote, okay. Catherine. Okay. When they came up on the uh, – there, there's no harder 
anti-CCP effort than the war room. That is known globally. I'm the only, I believe, American citizen in the history of this republic to be fully sanctioned by the Chinese Communist Party, of which the Biden administration uh, never even uh, gave a peep, never said anything about that. I don't mind that. I, I can I can live with that because the CCP is going to come down. Remember, in the book by Rogan uh, from the Washington Post, they talked about inside the Trump administration. You had the hardliners, you had the you know the realists, and then you had a group called the Superhawks, and that was led by me, Stephen K. Bannon. And because the Superhawks have a different theory of the case, we do not believe and will never accept the fact that the Chinese Communist Party is the legitimate ruler of the Chinese people, and the Chinese people agree with that. Lao Beijing, they must be taken down, and the FBI is infiltrated. This is a perfect example. When, when Merrick Garland, these guys got up last week with the big press conference, they had Marino and they had Ray. They're talking about Grandoons. They're talking, that's a misdirection play. What they're talking about on the, on the Huawei case. Yes, it's important. I made a film on Huawei two, two years ago with the people at Epic Times. Yes, it's important, but it's Grandoonville. The infiltration of our nation by influence peddling by the Chinese Communist Party is seen not just by Hunter Biden, but a whole raft of things. Why did this go to Maine FBI? When Greg Phillips and, and Catherine Engelberg had the information, were working with the appropriate field office, as soon as it went to the main FBI, it's dropped as a national security measure and looked as, oh, maybe some cybersecurity thing. The FBI, Ray's got to be fired immediately, and we are going to get to the bottom. Come the new Congress in this Chinese Communist Party infiltration into the Federal Bureau of Investigation. There is something that sticks to high heaven. We are inundated in this nation with their influence peddling. Okay. Everybody knows the open secret and nothing ever happens. When the FBI ever does anything, it's these little marginal cases with a college professor here or some mid-level tech executive here. No, those are all misdirection plays. And Garland, you simply like a big man with your big press conference and address to the nation on national security. Well, about two Grundoons were associated with Huawei. And you've got Greg Phillips and you've got Catherine Engelbrecht rotting in a Texas prison right now. This is a disgrace. That judge, we're going to get that judge thrown off the bench, and we're coming for Ray, and we're coming for Garland. And I don't care if the mainstream media likes it or doesn't like it. I don't care if the FBI, the DOJ like it or don't like it. Brian, stick around. We're going to take a short commercial break. Brian Glicklick from True the Vote, the spokesman for Catherine Engelbrecht and, uh, and Greg Phillips will, turn, will return with us in just a moment. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, I just want to make sure we get signal, not noise here, so we understand exactly what's going on. Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelberg are in prison on a defamation case that I think may be the first time in the history of this country. And it, by the way, in a defamation case of a guy who's been arrested, a prosecutor in L.A. is is going to prosecute him for uh, for a national security violation of taking data of American citizens and lying about it and putting on a server in mainland China. And everybody knows once it's there, it's totally access. The CCP, no matter who the front company is, that's their data. There, there's no even question about that. Now, he's going to be prosecuted about that. Of course, innocent for a group, but that's going to. Because of that, they're saying they defamed me. They're in rotting in a Texas prison because of it. I want everybody to understand that in this country that has fought on every battlefield in the world to protect rights of folks. We have two patriots and heroes that are rotting in a prison right now. And But the bigger issue 
is even more uh, more fundamental to the managed decline of this nation. And what the globalists and the Wall Street crowd and the global corporations and the bought-off unit party and particularly the corrupt Biden crime frame. So Garland and Ray, write this down now. Okay, we're coming for Biden in that investigation. And we're going to get to they brought Rudy brought me in for the laptop from hell. This is why we're kicked off Twitter. It wasn't this comment about Ray and about Fauci putting a head on a pike, quoting a metaphor. It's because the war room, I'm never on Twitter, but the war room Twitter feed was putting up the compromise of Biden family by the Chinese Communist Party. When you had your lying intelligence officers go to the New York Times and sign a letter and say it was a Russian disinformation campaign. That was a lie and you knew it was a lie at the time and you never stepped up and said it was a lie. Ray knew it. All of them knew it. Barr knew it. It was a stone cold lie in October when they tried to destroy the careers of, of a divine, right? At the, at the New York Post, Emma Joe Morris. They tried to destroy the New York Post. You knew it was a lie. You knew that. I knew it immediately when I saw it in August. This is the Chinese Communist Party and they have totally got the Biden family. They own them lock, stock and barrel. And we're going to prove that in-house investigations before we roll in and impeach Biden and Garland. You're going to get rolled up too. And now to have this, when you had information, you had your field office tap them along. And then when it got sent to the main, to the main FBI, all of a sudden becomes a cybersecurity case. The FBI is totally infiltrated by the Chinese Communist Party, and we're going to prove it, okay? And every traitor, and yes, I use that word uh, specifically, every traitor in the FBI, every traitor in DOJ, every traitor in the administrative state is going to be turfed out, and you're going to be not just gotten out of the government, you're going to be tried for, wait for it, treason. You have sold us out to the Chinese Communist Party. It's an open secret on Wall Street. It's open secret in corporate America, open secret in the media, in the universities. And that's going to end. And that's going to start ending on Tuesday. And no more are you going to be able to throw not just civilians. These are patriots and heroes. Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelbrecht, what they have done for this nation is more than all the FBI combined. This is a disgrace. The FBI has gotten out of the child trafficking business to do what? For domestic terrorism against the parents that are in these school boards to stop this crap that's going on in the schools? Only one thing is going to – This is, there's no compromise here. There's no compromise. There's none. There's zero. There's none. One side's going to win, and one side's going to lose. And you're going to see if everybody in this audience gets off their ass – this weekend of the next four days, and we have a signature win to crush this. It must be crushed at the ballot box, and we have every opportunity to do it. We can destroy the Democratic Party, this radical Democratic Party, from school boards all the way up to the House and the Senate and all these governorships, and yes, the secretaries of state. And then you're going to have to live. We believe in democracy. You know why? We have the votes. We have legitimate, certifiable chain of custody votes. And you're going to see it because you're going to get a dem you love democracy so much. You're going to get a democracy suppository on Tuesday. But that's only the beginning. That's a, that really the, the curtain comes down on act two, right? Act one was Trump's first term. Act two is this, this crap we've gone through since you stole it and bragged about it in three November of 2020. Right. The curtain comes down after Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday, whenever they've they run out of efforts to steal it again. 
because now we're prepared for him. And then on the 14th of November, the curtain will come up on the next act, right? And that next act, 2023, and we don't care what you try to do to stop it. We are relentless. We are focused and we will never back off. We had nothing in, in, in January 2021. You remember that. They had Wall Street. They had the corporations. They had the tech oligarchs. They had Hollywood. They had the universities. They had all the media. They had the House, the Senate, the administrative state. They had everything. We had nothing but the truth and the American people. And the American people on Tuesday's Judgment Day, okay, and once you, the American people are weighing and measuring you right now and what they need to do when they weigh and measure is consider Catherine Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips. Consider patriots that have gone out of their way to sit there and to prove to the American people exactly what went on in November of 2020. And what is their reward for that? What is their reward to be thrown into a prison and left to rot? Those days are coming to an end. And the Atlantic magazine can have all these articles that, yeah, you know, but there's some mistakes made on the COVID and, the, and what we need is an amnesty. We need a big group hug. There's no group hug. There's no group hug. In our right, and the American people in their righteous indignation will judge you. They're going to judge you at the ballot box on Tuesday. But your real judgment's coming later. And yes, I use the T word as traitors. The FBI and the Justice Department is up to their neck and traitors to this nation traitors you have sold out your country and we will prove that unlike you using the media and spinning all this and doing no we're going to adjudicate these in the appropriate proper places to adjudicate them and so your countrymen can see what you've done your countrymen can see the lies and the misrepresentation the malfeasance and your traitorous activities and then your countrymen Yes, your countrymen, citizens of this nation, will sit in judgment of you. That day is dawning. And that is why it is absolutely essential. The time for talk is over. The time for the, they believe this thing, they believe that, that can't believe, that's all gone. This is only down to one thing. You know, the TV spots and all that, no. This is down to pure, raw, political muscle. Who can generate the most votes, legal, certifiable, chain of custody, votes from American citizens, right? Who can do that between now and on Tuesday? Whoever does that will be the winner. And right now, we've got all the momentum, all the issues, everything. Uh, Brian, have you talked to Catherine and to uh, Greg? I'm able to talk to them every day. Um, they are extraordinary courageous people. Um, Catherine told me yesterday that if if this judge thinks that his actions uh, will break her, will weaken her resolve, he has another think coming that she is more committed and more resolved than ever. Um, Greg has told me that uh, he will never stop looking for this kind of illegal and illicit activity and exposing it. And if anything, being imprisoned for staying true to their values uh, and, for, and for refusing to honor illegal directions has recommitted them to their fight. But prison is a very tough environment. Uh, they don't have access to medications. 
Um, they are sleeping on metal cots. Um, that it's, as you can imagine, every, everything they do, every word they say is recorded. Um, and it's, you know, and, it, and it's a difficult environment and we need to pull together to get them out of this place as soon as possible. How did people, how can our audience, uh, assist on this? Tell us, tell us what the, what the uh, posse has to do because, um, I'm a tad fired up and I know our audience is a little fired up. So what do we do? The most useful thing to do is if you live in a place that has a Republican congressperson or senator is to contact them and demand their oversight of this. We have a brand new Congress coming in next Tuesday and they need to review these kinds of actions because they do have the ability to control the judicial branch by the laws that they make. They, that, that your audience can also request that the Kazowitz Law Firm, um, which is the firm that is prosecuting this civil case um, for Connick, uh, be sanctioned for misleading the court uh, in in requesting the TRO. There is just one misstatement of fact after another that this court blindly accepted, as we allege in our court papers. These are probably the most effective things is to shine the light of visibility on these actions, because this kind of thing can only take place effectively under cover of darkness. Hang on for one second. I want to get uh, all the uh, I want to get uh, I want to bring you back, but I want to give all the sites of how we access and find out this audience can find out more about the work of uh of Catherine and uh and brother phillips and uh and also how they can assist in this so we're gonna take a short commercial break we're gonna return to the war room in just a moment and it'll all be we'll put it all out there and people see it okay not a Russian disinformation. This is all, all all original documentation, and it'll it'll be. And we're not. We don't care about his gun charges and his tax charges. That's a misdirection play up there in Delaware. Forget about that, Garland. We don't care about that. We could care less, because we're coming for that, and we're then coming for you and your department about why you hit it, right? And why and why and who in the FBI hit it, and who in DOJ hit it. Oh, we're gonna get to all that. We're gonna get yes, yes, yes. We're gonna get to all that. Then Jim Banks has already announced what's the loss in the, in the commitment to America. The one concrete thing they did say is they're going to have a joint select committee on China and China's infiltration, underline infiltration into the United States of America. Jim Banks already announced that. That's two committees in Congress with subpoena power that are going to go after hard the infiltration, and that means traitors. Yes, let me be blunt. Traitors. People that have betrayed this nation to an existential threat to the American people and an existential threat to the Chinese people, to Lao Beijing. That would be the criminal cartel in Beijing. And we're going to get to all of it. It's going to all come out in time. Because they're trying to send a signal, we better back off. That's why that's why Catherine Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips rot in a Texas prison. And they would keep them there forever. For one thing, for guys like Brian and others that are fighting this and their lawyers, they would rot forever. Well, those days are over. As the curtain comes up on the third act in this drama, trust me, those days are over. And I want to be very blunt to the mainstream media that's watching this. There's no violence here. It's only the rule of law.
and you're about to see what the rule of law is. When you are now turfed out for betraying your nation, betraying your countrymen, and betraying the Chinese people. And you don't think I gave a talk the other day to on this a Chinese TV station, right? That blows into the into there. The the righteous indignation of the people enslaved by this criminal cartel, it's all gonna come out. And all the collaborators that worked with them, all the collaborators are all coming out. It's all going to come out. Of that, I will make a solemn pledge and oath to heaven. Brian, how can people help out here? Well, certainly uh, in the first case, go to truthevote.org, learn more about the work that Catherine and Greg and the people around them are doing. If you want, you can donate some money to their legal defense um, and to the organization. But more importantly, uh, be aware, be visible, um, use the social media channels of your choice to talk about this. Don't let this go on in darkness. Make sure that other people see what is happening here. And and that sunlight is the only thing that will disinfect the rot that has led to this illicit imprisonment of, of these Perfect. genuinely courageous people. Oh, they're patriots. They're American patriots and heroes. Uh, Brian, uh, real quickly, what's your social media? How do people follow you? And as soon as we have something, we will uh, get up on Getter and, and interview all you guys as soon as you know something today at five o'clock. So how do people follow you? Uh, I met Brian Glicklick on uh, all the channels of your choice, uh, Twitter, Facebook, uh, you name it. Um, True the Vote is up there also. And, uh, and, and please just keep up with latest developments uh, on this matter and share them. Keep the pressure on. Uh, brother, thank you very much, and thank you for the work you're doing for these two patriots. We'll make sure the war room gets all over top of this now. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Steve. Uh, we got to get a massive get out the vote in Arizona on uh, on the next couple of days, particularly Tuesday game day. I'm gonna bring Caroline Wren in, uh, who's kind of running things for for Carrie Lake. Uh, but first, I want to get in the great Richard Barris. Richard, tell us about Arizona. How tight is this? Because we need game day, baby. We need to represent the war room posse because Arizona is the railhead. Remember, it started in Arizona. It's going to end in Arizona. So tell us where we stand right now. So the race is moving uh, in the direction of Republicans, Steve. You know, independents, like we talked about on the generic ballot, we're starting to see that in states now. But, uh, you know, there, there are a couple things that, you know, Republicans have a, a, a lot to be happy about in this poll which is that uh, sometimes just the way it shakes out, you know, it's pretty educated. So some of those educated voters, clearly they're doing better with. Uh, Blake Masters took a, a lead, about a one-point lead in our poll, but it now leads in Maricopa, and that's really what did it. But it is so close. It really is. So it really can't hold anything. Uh, you take, can't take anything for granted. Um, the Secretary of State race is a dead heat at 47.2 each. And it's one of the uh, races where people still are weighing their decisions and trying to figure out what they want to do. Uh, but right there, you can see in the Senate there, uh, there's no doubt that Mark Victor dropping out helped Blake Masters and that Blake Masters just has a better closing argument. And then, Steve, it's what we've been talking about for a while. All of those undecideds, even when we had Kelly up by four points and he was mired in the mid to low 40s, all of those undecided strongly disapproved of Joe Biden. 50.6% of voters in Arizona not only disapprove of Joe Biden, 
they strongly disapprove of him. So of those undecideds, they are still very negative on Democrats and Biden. But it, I mean, really, you just said it. I mean, this these races are still close. Kerry Lake leads by four uh, and she's doing extremely well in Maricopa. But none of that will matter. If people don't vote. Right. So the poll uh, that matters is on Election Day and the Election Day lead for Republicans is big. Let me just say this to you real quick, if I can. There's this I'm calling them these like stubborn holders. And it's 10, 15 percent at any given time. And it is about 15 percent in this poll as well. Again, uh, these are people who tell us that they're going to cast a, a ballot by mail, so vote by mail ballot. But they intend to drop it off on Election Day. I want to tell everybody right now, if you do that, Maricopa is saying that it will take 11 days to count your votes. Find your emergency voting station, which uh, Adrian Fontes, speaking of that race for secretary of state in 18, he completely, completely screwed Republicans, told the cinema campaign where those emergency stations were for early voting drop offs and early voting uh, at that, at, you know, at, on location. But he did not tell the cinema campaign. So I do see Dr. Kelly Ward as the chairwoman now is doing a much better job of trying to give information to Republican voters. Uh, find out if you have a ballot like this and if you don't want to see this election go on for two weeks, because the, believe me, the media is going to wait to call these yes. races. Even when the yes. game day vote comes in, Steve, they're going to wait to call them. Uh, Charlie Kirk, I love him, but he's one of these people. Bring your ballot to an emergency station. You got two days.